Welcome, folks, to episode 29 of the Frank and Jake podcast. What? Please join us in singing the national anthem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, after that lively intro there by my co-host there, uh, Jake Crowley, NBA whip around, talk about our favorite, um, you know, points, topics that we've seen in the past week, um, and we have to start with one of the most high-scoring games in NBA history that happened uh, this past Friday night. Um, the Sacramento Kings won in double overtime, 176 to 175 against the Clippers. Second highest scoring game in NBA history. You had Fox uh, and Monk combined for 88 points. Um, just ridiculous numbers all around. Um, zero defense played. This also was Westbrook's first game, uh, and he played well uh, up until the seven turnovers and leaving Monk wide open in the corner. Um, but for the, you know, for the game tying shot. Game tying, yeah. Um, but overall, uh, you know, obviously a very back and forth battle against two explosive teams Jake I mean you see a score like that I mean there's just no defense yeah so the point that I brought up to Frank before we started recording uh this game just because you go into double overtime doesn't make this score reasonable at all this game was tied at 153 to 153 at the end of regulation uh as a avid better uh King's overs for now on. If you had the under in this game, I'm sorry. <laughs> under set to like 230. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, the Kings the Kings put up points in their games. They haven't scored less than 230 points. Um, well, they've only scored less than 230 points total yeah. in, the, in their games um, once. Sorry. Uh, yeah, one time since the 5th. Of, uh, of of February that so is pretty much the entire month yeah you're you're almost and they're they're at they're uh over under still getting set at like between 232 and 238 every game yeah um because it's they play no defense also they yeah they don't play defense but they chuck up three it is a brilliant uh, right now it's a, it's a just great play in uh overall in my eyes to bet kings overs but off that point like right now the kings are the three seed uh they come out of the break you know you'd we talked about maybe the Suns could jump them, maybe the Clippers jump them, um, but they got their four losses ahead against Phoenix, five losses up against the Clippers. They're hot too, um, like three game yeah. win streak. They they're on a like, right, really right. good record so far this month. Right now they face Dallas in the three six matchup. I'm picking the Kings. I mean, I, I, like I the beam, like the beam. The the King uh, first off, I mean, De'Aaron Fox has been playing his best brand of basketball. He's the most clutch player in basketball right now. Um, Demonis Sabonis is is uh, he, elite. He is elite. I mean, he he's really good. He actually plays solid defense for his size, uh, better than what you'd expect out of out of a, uh, a a man that just looks like a really tall leprechaun. Um, and and the Kings are also one of the most exciting teams in basketball. They have yeah, a fantastic rookie to watch. They have great guard play, yeah. and and just everybody on that team shoots and drains threes. Yeah, I mean, and then you have the the veteran leadership with like Barnes of the world, mm-hmm. um, and you've got guys that have played in in big games before, uh, and this is definitely a team I'm looking out for that potentially you know could make a conference finals if they get the right matchups. Because right now I would pick them over Dallas. I know Luca and Kyrie. Um, we just saw Dallas blow a 27 point lead uh, against the Lakers. 
and I wouldn't trust them for anything, mm-hmm. especially neither of those teams really play defense, but I, w- I would trust the Kings shooting over a long stretch um, than I would Dallas's offense. Um, and then maybe, I mean, the Kings, Memphis, you know, who knows? Maybe the Timberwolves almost upset Memphis last year. Another one you don't really know about. Young Memphis, you still have scummy, scum of the earth, Dylan Brooks on that roster. It's, you know. Yeah, Memphis right now, I, I it's... Unless Brooks takes someone out, series. takes them all out like he did with Gary Payton last year. Yeah, I think I think Memphis is it's they're so like they're so well constructed. They have such a good team, but without Stephen Adams, they kind of just collapse. Shocking how much yeah. they rely on he him. He is so important to that team defensively um, and on the offensive glass. Um, Jared Allen does. Oh, Jared Allen. J- <laughs> Jared Allen's a goat, but <laughs> Jackson Jr. does not play. Uh, enough minutes to oh God, uh, to suffice as your only center slash power forward. Um, so I really don't know how you can rely on. You don't trust on, Conchar? No, I don't. As I don't stretch for. And I don't think you can rely on Memphis at all to to be a consistent playoff performer. They did just smack they, Denver, but you know NBA is random. Those games happen, um, but over a over a, a, a series, I'm not really trusting Memphis. You know. Josh said himself he isn't worried about anybody in the West. Only team he's worried about is Boston. It's <laughs> a direct quote from him. When did they beat Denver? Oh, 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 they same just, same night as uh, the Celtics just, game. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. just smoked Denver. Um, but yeah, the Kings are legit. I think they could potentially make a conference finals. What do you think, Jake? Um, yes, the Kings have have conference finals potential, especially in a weak West. Right now, I mean, about weak, it, but. it was weak up. It was definitely weak before the trade deadline. In my eyes, there was one team that I thought had finals aspirations, and everybody else kind of was a finals hopeful. Um, obviously, that changed upon KD's arrival. Um, and and right now, I have four teams in the West. I think that really serve to um, be legitimate competition for a finals appearance. Um, and, and yeah, the Kings are the Kings are that fourth team. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say I would have Denver, Phoenix. Um, the Warriors, uh, the Clippers are up there for me, and then maybe the Kings, Memphis. I, I like it's tough when you look at Memphis. We we always we always somehow talk about Memphis. I don't know why, but we always end up on Memphis. But when you have home court in the playoffs, it does matter. Um, so we'll see how that works. But you know, the Kings, if they're if they get the if the, their dream matchup would honestly probably be what it would be set right now with Dallas, because I think uh, if they were to match up against the Clippers. Or the Suns, I'm probably picking the Clippers or the Suns over the Kings. Um, just I think the Suns are better if they have Durant's coming back tomorrow. Can't wait for that. And then the Clippers over a long stretch. You know I don't really trust Pandemic P, uh, but I would trust a healthy Kawhi. And they're still trying to figure out their rotations. But um, you know it all kind of depends on the matchups. But it is exciting that the Kings will make the playoffs. They were the longest drought. Uh, since the Mariners in all of pro sports, since the Mariners just made the playoffs, it's now the Kings, and the Kings are going to make the playoffs. What was the last time they made a one? It, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's, it's it been back a long like time. Chris Webber days. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the beams, real. Yeah, I, I mean, I, uh, the the Kings are a historically cursed franchise, but it's not. They're not a hated franchise. They're not a disliked franchise. So it's one of those. Um, it's one of those teams that you're kind of hoping to see some success out of them especially with in, their in offense, the playoffs right and 
they have a lot of likable players i think like harry barnes i think is just a likable nba role player if he gets into a big game you know he's gonna stink so if you're the other team really really great to like him if you're the other team in that circumstance um i've liked sabonis ever since he was came into the league um a great win-win trade yeah, that and the Halliburton yes, and Sabonis trade. Yes, both, it was both, both teams, teams seeing the reaping the benefits of that, and yeah. the Shocking. Pacers. Pacers will probably end up with the more long term benefits of that deal. But the Kings right now, I mean, if the Kings go and they make a conference finals game, they already won. They won that. Tra- oh, they yeah. win the trade. Yeah. Um. So I definitely think that's that's huge for them because, um, the, the the Kings fandom, it's like they got a legit they, fan base. Yeah, they got. I mean, they got a. Like, you got to give them something. You right. got to give them something, or, or like, or move. The, you got to move the team if not. Like, if, <laughs> if they somehow collapse and don't make the playoffs, you're out. You, you move the team you immediately. Immediately. Well, they're they going to make the, the super, They become the SuperSonics. Well, they're the Kings are a fun story, and it is exciting to see where they where they go. Um, you know, let's talk about a team that kind of stinks now. Boston Celtics, man. Boston have Just been they've been bad since the All Star break. Job. But you want to touch matter on because they still beat the Sixers. That's exactly. We're going to touch on that game. It was another very thrilling back and forth matchup um, <coughs> with Boston going into Philadelphia. Um, Tatum hitting the game winner after going like two of thirty before that, mm-hmm. um, and then Embiid shot. I mean, pretty much the story of his career, man. The Kawhi bounce, this like shot, a second too late. I mean, just a second, half second, too late, um, and Boston pulls that one out. Big game for the both of us. We're trying to catch Philly to get the three seed. You're trying to fend off the on their on fire Milwaukee Bucks now 14 mm-hmm. in a row winners. Uh, so your thoughts on that game and then your stretch of Celtics, Boston. The Celtics own the Sixers. It's a fact. The Philadelphia 76ers. You we could probably go out there with the main with the main lobsters, our G League affiliate. And beat the 76ers. This is something about Philly sees those jerseys and they don't know what to do. I don't understand it. And then also to have them have another like heartbreaking fan moment in this game was so fun. They dropped the confetti years ago during the playoff game. They have they had Ben Simmons put up one of the worst playoff performances, if not the worst playoff performance in NBA history. They and then this this year they haven't beaten us yet. This year the last time we played our our entire bench played. Except for it was Tatum and our bench, not uh, not one other starter played that game, and we smoked them. We made them, we embarrassed them. Uh, we shot like forty eight percent from three that game. This game, uh, Jalen Brown took over. Jalen Brown looked, he looked healthy. He looked yeah. hot. He had to take over. Yeah, he. Yeah, His running yeah, Tatum was not going to help dunk. him. Um, it uh, Al Horford got so hot from three in the third quarter. Um, embarrassed Joel on defense. Joel Embiid, rather than rather than going out and closing out on defense, Joel Embiid just pointed to him. <laughs> Huge like, Embiid guy. Here. Like he was going to do something. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Embiid, I I am not going to deny that Embiid's the, the second best center in the NBA. Um, however, Joel Embiid, it, when he plays against the Celtics, is a... He's 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 just not the same player. Um, I mean, you say that, but he did have he had 41. Four, he had forty points on over twenty or more free throw attempts, um, if I'm not mistaken. He had forty one on seventeen free throws. Seventeen makes. free throws makes seventeen makes. How eight, many attempts? Eight, eighteen attempts. Yeah. So I I don't like having this argument because free throw getting getting to the line is making is a skill is a skill. 
uh, but the Celtics were not getting the calls that Joel was getting. Joel, Joel was not. He was getting very lightly touched. And it was thirty-five free throw attempts for the to Philly or to, to twelve. Yeah, I know it was like a twenty. Like on it, on makes, it was a twenty a twenty make difference. Twenty. 20 so this game, this game, if the free throws are balanced out, is a blowout in in the favor in favor of the Celtics. Well, if you look at it from the Boston perspective, I mean, your best player stunk it up until the last five seconds. Philly had twenty more free throw makes, and you still won the yeah. game. And, and, and we still, still won. won. And if you watch the game, so I watched probably two seconds, two and a half quarters of this game, mm-hmm. and it there was never a point where I said. Oh, Philly! Philly's gonna win this. Philly yeah. could win this. It Boston just looked in control the whole night. Um, again, like I said, Joel just didn't play any defense, so our our bigs our bigs didn't really have to. Uh, they you know that's why you saw a lot more Grant and um, Al Horford in that game because you just sent we just sent those guys to the corner and they just sat on the corner until Joel collapsed inside to defend, popped it out, and they were open for threes. And I mean, we're talking about two of the best forty three point shooters in the league this season between Horford and Grant Williams. I think Horford's top 20 right now. And Grant Williams um, stinks. But. So, you know, for for that game plan to exist, you got to question whether or not Doc Rivers has any ability to coach this team into a finals appearance. If you ask me, he doesn't. He's not he is not a good enough coach to bring this team to deep in the playoffs anymore. I I regardless of how much talent they have, I think he's washed. I think his coaching style is is, is bogus. I think he's he's there because his name is is known. Um, I don't see this team. I don't he's, see he, the he, Sixers improving until he's gone. He got you your one ring in the last thirty years. Yeah, he Danny Ainge got us our one ring in the last thirty years, and Doc Doc Rivers got yelled at by Kevin Garnett and Rondo the entire time, and Kevin Garnett, Rondo, Paul Pierce, and and Ray Allen got him a ring. Um, oh, fair enough. Austin Rivers is a more successful NBA player than Doc Rivers is a coach. I, Doc let's, Rivers let's is a little bit. Doc Rivers is a bad NBA coach. Sorry, Austin Rivers since 2008 is like he was probably in high is, school. No, I mean since 2000 since Doc Rivers career after 2008, Austin Rivers since he entered the league has a better career in the NBA than Doc has as a coach. Well, Doc has horrible Clippers years. He has awful years in Philly. He had a couple bad years in in Boston. He's well, not he's not shown any ability to any capability of being a successful coach in this league anymore. Well, he's I don't definitely know successful. How he has a job. He's definitely successful. Um, and a lot of teams you know would make the one for one swap if they wanted Look to. Look at the teams he's had. I understand he's I mean, I'm not. I'm not really defending Doc Rivers here. You don't want to classic title. Frank Doc Rivers. No, not a Stan. Doc, not a Doc guy. I wouldn't say I'm a Doc guy. When you look at his Clippers years, I mean, one year Paul got hurt, another year Griffin got hurt. You know, a lot of it's not. You know, it's just luck making a deep run. Why did Boston make it? Middleton was hurt. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it is what it is. But when you get unlucky, like eight years in a row, it's are we sure it's unlucky or you're, it's a pattern? Yeah. And he's shown a pattern of, uh, it's kind of like my Terry Francona take. He's the beloved in Cleveland. Why? For blowing every yeah, series yeah. load. Oh, I totally agree late. with that. I think that's something like, I think a lot of Cleveland fans claim Terry over the Red Sox. Like they think Terry's an, a, a, a Cleveland guy more than he's a Boston guy. I understand that's recency. He's been with Cleveland longer, but I mean, we're, 
what are we talking about? Terry Francona in terms of the curse. In terms of greatness. In terms of greatness, he is his Red Sox days blow away anything he's done in Cleveland and and he's a great manager. Yes, I am here for the Francona slander. He's a great manager, but does he still have a place? He definitely has a place. Does he still have a place for you? Oh yeah. I mean he won like ninety games last year with the youngest team like ever. So he's got a place. But, you know, just I, I'd like to move on. But let's get back to basketball. Yeah, that's fair. I can't wait to go. We're not so, gonna get into baseball anytime soon, but I want to. Um so let's end it with Philly here. You you don't think they can make a finals run. Right now they would face Brooklyn. I don't think Brooklyn's gonna hang out of the no. sixth seed by any stretch. Um but for argument's sake, they would beat Brooklyn in a series, obviously. And the two three matchup would be um if Boston Whoever, whatever playing team wins, it would be Boston Philly in the second round. That is That's your dream, dream matchup. It's your dream I want matchup. Philly in the second round. That is what every every smart Boston Celtics fan wants. Philly in round two. Um, it's essentially a, it's it's a lock for a five game series, pretty much. A lock. <laughs> I don't see them standing a chance. I think you go in there. You go in there. Tatum plays. The Tatum and uh, JB play the first 22 minutes of each game, and then the, that's it. By that by that time, it's a 30 point lead, and Pritchard comes in to close well, out. Well, apparently, you know Mitchell Robinson and Quickly are better than your guys. So Rob Perez, yeah, shout out. Um, yeah, that that the Frank showed me that video before before we sat down. Well, to let's record. let's give it some some preface for the people. The the Knicks just beat Boston mm-hmm. pretty pretty handily, and uh, big Boston guy or big new uh, Knicks guy on Twitter said um you know we have quickly you think you have a quickly in brogdon i will say brogdon's the front runner for six man of the year and time lord is what you think you have in mitchell robinson wild well just asinine take uh wild. From a clear new yorker oh, yeah. and the it's it's knicks fans because of the color i always confuse them as mets fans they but both. Then I, they both know they're the same. They just. But then I remember that Mets fans are cool with the Sox, and Knicks fans are game. not cool with the yep. Celtics at all. Yep. Um, and I always forget that, and I'm always like, Knicks fans and Celtics fans, not much animosity there. They kind of they, they gel. They got the same colors as the Mets, and then I remember. Nah. Uh, that doesn't that doesn't fly nah. on the court. It, it's it's a lot different on the field. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and then one of the last talking points here, the. Um, Red hot Lakers. I mean, smoking hot. Winners of four or five. Um, currently twenty nine and thirty two. Um, but bad news. Bronny Bron out for they said for, for anywhere between two to three weeks. Luckily, um, I loved Sham's tweet. It was like LeBron needs to be re- reevaluated after miraculously staying in that game. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Clutch was like, put throw in a nice little adjective for yep. him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's out, and that obviously hampers them. I know they were looking good with the huge comeback against the Mavs. Um, McDaniel's looks great for them. Um, Russell has been out with an injury, but just getting his spacing on the court will help them. Um, with AD there, they have some winnable games. There is good news for the Lakers, though. If you were worried about the lack of LeBron, congratulations. You have the defensive version of LeBron and Jared Vanderbilt. Um, yeah. he's a, he He's impressed me. He's thoroughly he, since he went to the Lakers. I mean, he just owned Luka. Yeah, he just looks so good. He can defend one through five. Um, just just really impressed by him. Um, can't wait to see Russell back playing fully. I mean, if this team gets healthy, do, like, 
I know. But this, the thing is, you know me. I like this team. I actually enjoyed this team. I think they have potential. But but if he's out for two weeks, if, I don't even would, think that's. I think you're looking at longer too. Two to three weeks. Let's just say best case scenario. Right now, it's the twenty eighth. Let's say he's back. St. Patrick's Day, the seventeenth. I mean, that gives them less than. I mean, there's two and a half weeks left in the season. They could be out six games yeah, there's, back. There's so the seventeenth. Uh, there's. Uh, there's 11 games left after And those that. aren't easy games. I see Phoenix twice. I see the Clippers. I mean, it's not like they got cupcakes. You got the Jazz twice, too, it's which not is like not they're a... cupcakes. They could be playing, like battling for playing spots. And by that time, they could be out of it. They play Memphis twice coming up, Golden State, New York. It's like, yeah, I, it's I, scary time. I think they're going to be really, really hard fighting for the for one of these final two play-in spots. Um because you got to look. Luckily for them, Minnesota and New Orleans both cold as ice right now. I think the Pelicans are probably the team out. I think the Jazz are. I like the Jazz. Jazz are staying in. In then Portland's getting hot. Portland's up there. Uh, you still have Shea's injury kind of screws. That could be a, that chances. could be a little wink, wink. Good, good two thirds of the season. But let's see if we can get a better, better look look there. Yeah. Uh, for the for uh, the lottery odds. Um, but they're going to have to Minnesota. I don't really trust them. Every time I, I look, someone's out. Go, uh, Carl Anthony Towns still out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gobert has been injured. He's been on and off all, all year. Yeah. It feels like, and uh, he's been bad when he plays. I mean, he's right. so, he's been so wishy-washy. Is this Gobert or Towns slander? Gobert. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Gobert has been, he's been a, a wreck this year. Um, if you would have said this is stealing this from Bill Simmons, but if you would have said Walker Kessler for Gobert straight up, the Jazz win the trade. Plus, you give up the five picks. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Yep, terrible. Yep. Um, it, it, he, he looks. First off, this that's going to go down as one of the worst trades yeah, in modern it, NBA. I think it. It. I think it's already surpassed the Brooklyn Boston trade. I know I know those picks Especially considering Walker Kessler's playing like a top ten center in this league right now. And those Boston those Brooklyn picks turned in to be Tatum and Brown, but I mean we're not even finished with this season. We have no idea what these four or five picks could potentially turn into. Um and they I it's already one of the worst trades. Yeah. Um I I, I imagine that Pelicans are gonna be the one out. I imagine Anthony Edwards, like, Anthony Edwards isn't this type of guy, and this is the problem. Anthony Edwards has, right now, has merited reason to be like, I need to get off this team. But he's not that type of player. Eventually, one of these players are going to turn down the max rookie extension. I don't know who it's going to be, but someone will. Um, He seems like the type of dude that could do that, though. He'd be like, I'm out. He's just so, he seems so just playing basketball driven. He's so... He's just so enamored with with being a basketball player and being and like as star. good as possible. And I, I like it. First off, I mean, I love Anthony Edwards. I think he's fantastic. But his personality of of the current young studs that are going to get max contracts. Oh, he's getting. One. He feels like the guy that's going to do the that the guy that could say, "I don't want to stick with this team. I'm going to get a little little less money." Yeah, we'll see. Well, especially with the new CBA, Plus, I wouldn't want to play for Minnesota. Yeah, I wouldn't want to either. Uh, with the new CBA, um, you know, the max deals are like, what, $45 million a year? Mm-hmm. Soon they're going to be in the 60s, and these numbers are going to be outrageous. So he might say, I'll, I'll take a hit now because in four years I'll get another max. Jalen Brunson's contract already looks bad. Oh, yeah. It already looks bad. Uh, you got, like, 
players are going to be signing $38 million a year contracts. And in five years, those are going to look like that Alan Crabb deal. That, yeah. that like now it's like looking back well yeah alan crab didn't do anything <laughs> afterwards but now looking right. back it's like that's moderate money right so we will take a quick break right after this all right jake with being over two-thirds of the season wrapped up thought that's this crazy. was thought this was a good time to kind of go over um you know what we think first Team, second team, third team, all NBA. 15 players make the cut in total. Um, so let's start with your first team all NBA. Well, I'm just confirming that math real quick. One, two, three, four, five players per team. Times, Times three. three teams. Yep. Right, hold on. Let me get the calculator out. 15. Oh, well, I got, it's got to be safe. Five times three equals 15. 15 Correct. players. Correct. Yeah. 15. 15 Good players. Job, Good Thank math. you. Thank you. Big math guy. First team All-NBA. This was kind of one of our biggest discrepancies um, with the guards. We both have Luka, Shuin. You can put Luka at easy first breezy, team for the next decade and a half. <laughs> it's going to be Luka will be your first team guard. My second guard is Shea Gilgis-Alexander of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Thought What he's done, when you thought when you saw Chet Holmgren was out, you're like, this team's going to win eight games all season. Uh, and right now, he just got injured this past week. Uh, which hampered him, um, and which is a big reason why Jake has another guard who's been on fire lately above him. Um, but overall, he's put up great numbers all season long, been the consistent go-to guy in OKC, um, and for me, he's been the second-best guard uh, in the NBA, probably up until this past week, but we'll see. Yeah, so I, I, my first team guards, I have Luka and I have Damian Lillard, which uh, Dame and Shea was the toss-up for me. That was the hardest decision I had to make on this list because Dame's slightly more efficient. Shea's team was better most of the year, and Shea was carrying the brunt of that. Um, Anthony Simons has done a lot to help Portland be as good as they are, and I don't think Dame as I don't think Dame is as valuable to his team as Shea is. Ooh. Um, but I do think Dame is having a better season overall. Just dropped um, 71. A, yeah, he has had a bonkers last month, averaging over 40 points uh, the last 10 games. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's like this, one of the second players to do that. He's the first player to do it since Harden. I believe he's the third player to do it in NBA history. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm giving him a lot of credit for that, and a lot of it could be recency because he's at the top of my head, but he's more efficient player. Um, he's a better three-point shooter. Oh, yeah. So that's why, that's why I have him at team one, but I, I see no gripe with having either of those guys in your in your top, in your in your first team. Um, you want to go into forwards? Yeah, forwards and center for first team are, are already locked up. Mm -hmm. um, Giannis, Tatum as the forwards, and then your center, uh, Jokic. There's going to be same some, for both of us. There's going to be some Embiid stands out there. That same thing with the with the MVP last year, uh, but not on this podcast. Giannis Tatum, your centers Jokic, um, and honestly, there was no like for any of these spots. The closest one was Embiid, but it's not even really close. No other forwards are are close in my eyes to what Giannis um, and Tatum have been doing. Um, Specifically, Giannis, if Durant stayed healthy, you can, probably could have a Durant-Tatum argument. But, I mean, Durant mm -hmm. missing, you know, 15, 20 games. He's coming back tomorrow, but he's missed too much time to be first team. So you got Tatum's been healthy, 
been on one of the best teams, and you got to give it to uh, Giannis Tatum Jokic. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I'll uh, I'll lead us off into the second team. I'm going to start in the reverse order. I'm going to start with my center uh, and forwards. My center that I have for all NBA second team, and I think these are probably the the most agreeable one two. Uh, in in it's Embiid. Uh, Joel oh, Embiid yeah. is my NBA second team um, center, and then my forwards. I have um, two goats: LeBron and Kevin Durant. Uh, LeBron's my my. I mean, he's defied all all laws of age. Uh, even the most even the most uh, time defying player in our other favorite league, the oh, NBA yeah. or here, at the here NFL. We go. Here we go. Does not have the same like just physical dominance over the sport over such a long period of time that LeBron has brought. Um, and then Kevin Durant, I mean, if, if he's not injured, we are, we are looking at first team and, and, and an MVP candidate. Um, uh, he was averaging 30 points a game, uh, shooting the lights out, still the best mid range range, uh, still the best mid range shooter in basketball, but not elite even. from all points. Yeah. Um, so yeah, KD, LeBron, Embiid. That's my top three. Frank. Yeah. So centers, Embiid, obviously next. Forwards, I have LeBron as well. Um, you know, Lakers started the season two and ten, and you were really thinking the worst things possible. And it, right before his injury, it looked like they were going to make a run to be a surefire playing team, maybe even better because they're also jumbled up there in the West. But um, it's LeBron. He breaking the NBA points record this season. Um, can still do it on both ends of the floor when he wants to, but mostly his offense and his passing is just phenomenal uh, still at this age. Uh, and my second team forward, uh, the finisher, Laurie Markkinen. Um, you know, just had him. I'd watched the whole season of him last year. Um, there were glimpses when he was on the Cavs of this, but he, he didn't have the ball enough. He wasn't the go-to option. Um, and it looks like he just found the perfect home. He was an all-star starter this season. Um, and he, for me, is my second. Uh, he's on my second team, the second forward I have. Um, and he's had a phenomenal season for the Jazz that I had their under going into the season. And it was dead before the all-star break. And he is a huge reason um, why that was. And he's been great. Um, he just outdueled Shea a couple of games ago. And he has been great. Um so Laurie Markin is on my second team. And then for guards, I have Damian Lillard, um, kind of what Jake said, kind of interchangeable at this point with between he and Shea. So I have Dame second team, and then my other second team guard, a pair of guys that have both scored 71 points. I have Donovan Mitchell um, as well as my second team guard. Um, he's played in almost every game. He's He missed probably a week and a half there. Uh, he's been, he had a lull there. He, he was playing through an injury for probably maybe a month. Um, but outside of that little um, injury a month ago, he's been phenomenal, um, and he was also an all-star starter. So Damian Lillard um, and Donovan Mitchell are my two guards for the second team. So my second team All-NBA guards are Shea, uh, which obviously, because I didn't have him first team, (laughs) he's not missing second team, and then John Morant. Um, So we just basically flip-flopped those two. John Morant is the best player on the currently the third best team in the West. Whether or not you actually think they're the third, second best team, still second best team. Sorry, whether or not you actually think they're the second best team in the West, totally up to you. Uh, but he, I mean, he's an MVP caliber player. Um, he does everything. He's a fantastic he playmaker. Except shooting the ball. Yeah, he, he's yeah he's a actually pretty 
poor three-point shooter. I think he's barely over 31%. Um, but he, in terms of playmaking, elite, uh, most explosive in interior finisher we've seen since prime Derrick Rose um and just is all around uh one of the best guards in the league and this year is playing as such landing him a spot on second team for both of us well that oh, sorry no, no sorry yeah, my apologies I was, you had mitchell yeah i was gonna say did you was it close for you between john ja mitchell or were you just giving it to ja all the way um yes so ja and mitchell uh actually so i don't want to give i mean i'll just start off by going into my third team guards because this will be part of the conversation ja mitchell and De'Aaron fox all three of those. So I have Mitchell and De'Aaron Fox as my third team guards. Those three, I was kind of teetering between who I who I wanted. Um, De'Aaron Fox, most clutch player in basketball this year. Um, obviously having just an explosion to his career, uh, averaging in the mid, uh, mid, I think 25 and a half-ish points. Um, he is a good playmaker. He's not elite, but he is good. He's above average for, for his position. Um, but he brings... Hustle on defense. He's the fastest player in the NBA. I think. Uh, I don't know if it's still the case, but um, he he was he was the fastest player in the year uh, the league for quite a while. Um, elite interior finisher. Good mid mid range shooter. Has improved drastically on the three point line this season. Um, and finally get him a bona fide uh, star to play with. And guess what? That team is now going to be making the playoffs. So um, that's why I have De'Aaron Fox on the third team. And then Donovan Mitchell, best player on the third best team in the East, in my opinion. And um, just a scoring a scoring menace. Had the 71-point game earlier this year, only to be matched by Dame, which is just ridiculous that that happened with two players in the same season. Uh, Probably the best three-point shooter, uh, or one of the probably one of the best three-point, uh, one of the best three three-point shooters in the East, in my opinion, um, brings a lot more to the team than you expect. Uh, plus, he's better on defense than what he was doing with the Jazz. He's been a more efficient defender, uh, and a lot of that I, I'm going to give credit to Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. And he was also um, very sick of playing with Gobert. Yeah, that too, and and. But adapting to a new team so quickly and playing at the at the caliber he's been, which in any other season when Nikola Jokic doesn't exist, we are looking at an MVP caliber season. Um, what that? But it's I mean he's you have on your third team. I know, but it's I'm saying any other season. Sorry, any other season where you're not seeing this level of guard play. Yeah. I mean we are seeing we have three three guards averaging over thirty points a game this year. Probably um, more. I think, yeah, possibly four, because I know Curry's there. Um, I mean, but just stellar play all around. Yep. He is the he is one of the best shooting guards in the league, and he is on my NBA third team. Frank, your forwards for your third team. Can you get into those? Well, I'll finish with the guards real quick. Oh, you didn't yeah. get into that yet. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I have Ja in my third team. Um, he's been great for Memphis. He's kind of been the one steady point there. Because Adams got hurt, you can't rely on uh, follow Jaron Jackson Jr. and Dylan Brooks punching everyone in the PP. Um, so Job in the one consistent player on that team, uh, he and Bain. So I have Job for my third team. And then my last guard spot, you can kind of get into it. You could go Fox, you could go Drew Holiday. I still have Curry, third team. And this is when you get into the whole what's more important games played or the numbers. Um, and this is kind of a pedigree pick for me. Um, he's been one of the best guards in the NBA for the past decade, um, and he's going to be on my third team. Um, 
So Steph Curry will be my two, Steph Curry and John Morant, my two guards. Um, and then my forwards, I have Durant. Um, and, you know, your last forward spot, you kind of just run out of options. It's Kawhi, it's Randall, and I ended up settling on Jalen Brown. Um, sadly, I have two Boston players in this, but... Mm-hmm. Great um, choice. It's Jalen Brown. He's been he's been great coming out of the All Star break. I know he's been he met a little injury there for a little bit, um, but he's been real consistent except at the free throw line late. Um, but keep him out of those scenarios, situations, and he'll, he's pretty good all season long. So Durant and Brown are my third team forwards. My forwards, uh, you've touched on both these guys already. JB, um, Jalen Brown has been just fantastic. Him and Tatum, uh, such a great duo. If one of them goes cold. The other almost always is going to be hot. They've only had one game this season where bo- where either of them scored under, or where both of them scored under 20 points, um, which is a testament to how both of them kind of lean on each other and and how dynamic they are as a duo. Um, because alone, I honestly don't think either of these guys make the same level of impact that they make when they're together. Um, Jalen's a great defender. Uh, he has. He is having his best season of his career, and I I don't think there's any place for him to be except on the third team. And I agree with with uh, Frank. There was um, a couple players who I was debating putting over um, Jalen, but I kind of put I put a lot of stock into the fact that they're the best team in the league, in my opinion, second best team in the East right now. And um, because of the amount of stock I put into that, he made the third team. And then your other forward. Uh, and Laurie. Laurie, yep. you, you touched on. Laurie's, Laurie was an obvious pick. I don't think you can talk about Western Conference basketball without talking about Laurie this year. The biggest surprise of the season for me. Um, he's great. He's got all the tools that you need to put next to a guy like Walker Kessler, who provides you with tremendous defense and rebounding ability. And with Laurie, you have you know height, the ability to shoot over literally anybody. Um, he's imp- He's so hard to guard. Um, and he's phenomenal to watch, um, and he is the reason that the Jazz are even looking at a wing, winning record this year. And then, just cap it, we have the same center. It's Absolutely. a bonus. Yeah, Demonis Sabonis. Um, center is real easy. It was the easiest part of this. Yeah. The only confusion was is ESPN has Sabonis list as a power forward, but we don't trust that. We go to basketball yeah, reference he started here. pretty much everything and, at center. And, it's, and he's a center. So Sabonis um, is, our, is the last third-team center. Um and then some discrepancies. I didn't have Fox anywhere. You did. He was close for me. Um, my initial walkthrough, I had Drew Holiday on this list and forgot yep. about Damian Lillard. Yep. <laughs> had to had to fix that. Holiday ended up getting booted out. Um, that was like when I made my Luka MVP pick, but then also had them at this like seven seed. Pretty, I was like, yeah, I kind of we kind of did both separately. <laughs> and then I had, for me, if Devin Booker was healthy the whole year, um, he's at no worst. A second team guard yes. uh, probably would have bumped Mitchell down, but he's missed too many games. Um, I he's could see arguments. Like Thirty games missed. I could miss. I could see arguments for uh, Brunson and Randall as yep. well, um, and Kawhi as well for that last board spot. But again, this is two thirds of the season. You know, Brown could be. Let's just say Brown gets injured and yeah. Kawhi goes off. It could be Kawhi. Yeah, there's um, a couple yeah. snubs that I think you mentioned that you didn't mention that I have on mine. I I've Bam. Yeah, I, I didn't have Bam. Anywhere. I think Bam is is number four. If you have an All NBA fourth team, I think he's a lock for that. I don't see any other center who you can put in that conversation with him. Um, 
You mentioned Drew Holiday. You meant I don't know if you mentioned Julius Randle, but Julius yeah, Randle's Randall. definitely on there. And the two Nick players. One of my honorable mentions is Steph Curry, obviously. You didn't have um, uh, Anthony Edwards. I think deserves a lot of credit. I mean, he is he's ha- he is an All Star this year. He deserved to be an All Star. Uh, I'm very happy he did. Anthony Davis. Uh, he's missed some time, but I mean, he is having missed too much time. Just ha- has had such a fantastic season so far this year. His best defense, his best overall season since he's came to the Lakers, and his best defensive season since he's been to the Lakers by far. Are you gonna say the championship year oh, he was better? Oh yeah. I'll, I'll disagree uh, personally. I, I do think he's been better this season. Biggest thing. Um, he was been, healthy that whole season. But that whole season they were trying to run him at center, and he hates playing center. So he what? goes. He lacks. Get over, get over so he it. Slacks on defense. Get I know, but it. he slacks on defense because of that, and he did that that year. This year, he stepped up. They've been trying to run him as power, at power forward as much as possible. Um, and that's it. That's yep. those, are the, those are all my honorable mentions. I can't really think of... Uh, well, you you actually brought up one of them. Brunson, definitely a notable honorable mention. Aside from that, if we've missed anybody, feel free to tell us on Twitter. Tell us how bad our list was. These lists were good. We took time with this. Yeah, I agree. Um, so this was a good list, and we will... Um, save our picks and then maybe at the end of the year maybe predict the final rankings yep um, but we will come back with the NBA stats game right after this and now it's time for the bottom line brought to you by bet stamp so this week tonight's game not a ton of available lines for tomorrow so we are picking something from tonight uh the 28th of february this is an easy one utah jazz are going against the san antonio spurs san antonio spurs are bombing for Wembenyana. they are not even going to attempt to win this game uh utah is currently at minus nine and a half on betfred uh to uh, beat the uh, san antonio spurs their odds are minus 110 if you were to go and put this uh bet on bet mgm those odds are sitting at minus 115 on a hundred dollar bet you're looking at a difference of five dollars um as we've preached to you before over the span of a season over a span of a whole season of basketball if you're making a bet every night of nba basketball differences in money these five dollar differences are, are massive when it comes down to the the bottom line and, and that's why the segment is named how it is, is because that, that is what you need to protect. Your bottom line is what you protect if you're a businessman, as as we know, betters are business people. You got to protect your business, protect it at all costs, download BetStamp, get the best, uh, it's the best line shopping app available right now. It is by far and away the easiest interface that I've used uh, in, in order of line comparison. Everything is brought to you, is shown to you right on the uh front interface that you see right when you log in and when you do make your account for betstamp i implore you if you're a smart individual use promo code fjpod to join our betting community ride with us ride with your dogs show us some love download the app we appreciate all your help frank jay it's time time for what you ask Thanks for asking. It's time for the NBA stats game. Undefeated. Yes, 2-0-1, technically undefeated. Yep. Um, we are... I prepared for this one. Usually I don't put much prep into these. Dude, stop to work in the whole last hour. A lot of times, a lot of times I am, uh, I'm blindsided by the fact that we need a stats game or the first two times I just didn't prepare for them the right way. This time, we're ready. 
we're ready. We're geared up for, for a good one. Yep. I'm going to start you with a little warm-up. And they're going to get... This, this is not necessarily an easy one, but it's not it's not one of the harder ones either. So um, your first hint, uh, this Eastern Conference small forward slash power forward is currently the seventh highest ranked a- among active player points. All time. All time. Seven, well, seventh among active players. Kevin Durant. But all all time. Um, no, it's, it's not, not Kevin, Durant. Kevin Durant. What's so? What's led the, the NBA in field goals last season? He's a six-time All Star and a three-time All NBA player. Hmm. And what was the first hint again for the people? Eastern Conference small forward slash power forward, seventh highest points among active players career-wise. In the second hint again. Uh, led the NBA in field goals last season. Six-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA player. And he's a small forward, power small forward? Small forward slash power forward. Seventh in active points. I I have a... Giannis? It is not Giannis. Yeah, I, 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 I have an idea, but what's next? His first and last name start with the same two-letter uh, sequence, and he left his longtime team the year before they won a championship. Oh, it's DeMar DeRozan. It's DeMar DeRozan. That's yeah. one point for Frank. Slow like, start. A little bit different for the hints, yeah. though, right? Like a little bit more prep. Kind of. I'm trying to show it off a little bit. Uh, second player here. Uh, currently a free agent. A Duke alumni. He won a ring with the Warriors and the Lakers and has had three finals appearances in a three-year stretch. I know this player is it's um, I, it's a guard. I know it's a guard. I'm looking at the guy. I want to say his first letter starts with J, but I don't have an answer, so give me a hint. 6-1 point guard. Thank you. Signed to the Cavs on a 10-day in, in 2021 season. Dude, I'm staring at this dude's the third face. Hint, the third hint will help you with the name. Dude, I'm staring at this dude's face. I already knew it was a guard. I'm not going to get it. I don't know his name. What's the You don't next? even want to take a guess. No, I want I don't know his I need the third hand. Okay. Last name is a common profession and verb associated with making food. Oh, man, I don't know. Give me all the hints again. Okay. Current free agent, Duke alum. I don't know if that will help you with this. Won a ring with the Warriors and the Lakers. His dad. But had three finals appearances in three years. The one that he didn't win was the one against the Raptors with the Warriors. Six foot one point guard. He signed a 10 day with the Cavs in 2021 season. Last name is a common profession associated with making food. So my best hint for this is professions about making food. Dude. I know who this is. Side note, Get every time name. every time he tweets, he goes, rest in peace, pop. That's how I know this guy. Get, get the last name. I don't know. Just tell me. It's Quinn Cook. It's Quinn Cook, yeah. Right? You got to just get the last name there. You get Cook, I think you get that. That was brutal because I knew it was a guard you immediately. You knew immediately. I you knew knew immediately. immediately who it was. Yep. And you were right about the tweets too. Couldn't get it, but oh well. All right. So you have one point. You have to, I you have to be perfect for your next three. It's not going to happen. Small forward in the Western Conference. He's a one-time All-Star and a four-time NBA champion. Um, four-time NBA champion and one-time He's All-Star. Current, currently a Western for a Western Conference small forward. Hmm. And 
one-time All-Star. One-time. And four-time champ, though. Yep. In the Western... Currently in the West. Conference. Um, let me uh, let me do some digging here. Um, you can look at teams, but you yeah, can't. I'm, looking at, I'm just looking at logos. You say four times. I want to say um, Andre Iguodala. It's Iggy. Yeah, it's Iggy. We're alive. It's Iggy. So we're the, alive. The, the, the other two hints, uh, hint number two is that he's the second oldest player in the NBA. And the third hint is Max Kellerman would choose him to take the final shot over Steph. Yeah. That's a dead giveaway. That's a dead giveaway. Andre Iguodala. Yeah, I was... I, my, well, you said four-time champ. Immediate mind went to Warriors. Yes, yes. So, all right, four points. Yep. With two left, right? You got two left. He's a forward slash center. He was drafted in 1997. Oh, boy, I'm out. And was the rookie of the year. Western Nin- Conf- Drafted by a Western Conference team and was the rookie of the year. 1997. Oh, boy. I mean, even if you told me the team, I probably wouldn't know it. Think um, of the position. Think of the year. Think of who's one rookie oh. of the year power forwards from that era. Tim Duncan. It's Tim Duncan! Of course. It's Tim Duncan. I had to coax you a little bit, Ooh. but here's the hints. Made the all-star team every year from 99 to 2010. Two MVPs within that time frame. Final hint was known for his quiet demeanor and fundamental basketball, hence the nickname Big Fundamental. I gotta go perfect right here. You have to go perfect. Wow. This would be amazing. This retired shooting guard spent the majority of his childhood in Europe, made Made the All-Star game in his second season while only starting one out of 79 games played. I, it's got to be Manu Ginobili. It, it's not Manu uh, Ginobili. It's not Manu Ginobili. This next hint would have get, would obviously not be Manu. Led the league in points four times. He's a two-time scoring champion and holds four All-Star game MVPs. Four? And what was the first hint again? This retired shooting guard spent the majority of childhood of his childhood oh, in it's Europe. Kobe Bryant. It's Kobe Bean Bryant. It's Kobe Bryant. Final hint was an Oscar winner, MVP, yep. and NBA champion. This player had two Hall of Fame careers within each number he wore. Yeah, that was a great effort. Nine out of friend. ten. Great I, effort. By I you. will admit, you had nine the L. points. I'll, I'll take the L. The Quinn Cook killed me. Quinn killed Cook me. killed you. You had it. Killed, too. I That's knew the it immediately. Part. I knew if it. If you took, I think, if you took a second to think about. The chef, cook, the chef, cook, waiter, like whatever. You probably would have been between like Dion Waiters and and Quinn Cook, and you've been like, I gotta pick one. Yeah. Um, but we'll take. I mean, that was a good one. Improvement on the stats game, right? Like yeah. hints wise, I think those were a little more consistent. Um, that was good. That was. I solid. think that's a good format for for me to stick to in the future questions. Absolutely. Two one on one, Frank. Two one on one. We'll take it. Uh, had a good rally there for a second. Oh, I thought you had it actually. Yeah. But the we, childhood, the child in Europe, that was meant to be a confusing hint. It, I was trying to make you think well, he was I knew a foreign-born it. I player. I knew it immediately afterwards. Yep. But. I was trying to make you think he was foreign-born, but also not say foreign-born. Yeah. So, all right, we will take our final break right after this. And as we wrap things up here uh, on a Tuesday night, um, by the time you'll see us next week. Uh, our Cavs and Celtics have played, um, and they actually play each other soon again after this. But, you know, Cavs fan, I mean, growing up, you know, pretty much a birthright. We beat Boston, win, win, win game sevens in the, in the, in the fake garden. You know, it, it is what it is. And we don't even fake need LeBron. Garden. We don't even need LeBron to win this year. 2-0 and against those frauds. Looking to be 3-0 and again. 
Um, second matchup didn't even have Garland, which is probably even more deflating. You looking back at it, you let Karis LeVert drop forty-one points, out and of I was there. Well, that was the, witnessed it. That was that was the the, the, the second game they played because they lost the first time. Then we. I'm talking about the Garden then I game. I was with you. The Garden game was the LeVert game, and then at home was okay. So that was Mitchell. the first game of the season yeah. was the LeVert game. So. You let LeVert drop forty-one points on you. Tough. And Jalen Brown. We don't know. It, it doesn't look like he's on an injury report, but it's the NBA, so who knows? Best player um, on our team, Mike Muscala, is not going to be playing, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Cavs should be good to... I mean, no one's really hurt. Nobody's Ru- on your injury. Rubio still every other game uh, on back-to-backs, but we have only have one more back-to-back um, on the schedule, and it's not for a little while. Um, so the, everyone should be there um, in the fake garden, um, and we'll see. I mean, Knicks are... And excuse the Knicks. I was gonna say Boston is just scuffling. How do you lose to the Knicks? I mean, it is what it is. Um, you have a score prediction, MVP of the game. So Boston's been cold. I think this is gonna be a defensive matchup. I think we're gonna be looking at 112 to 108. This is in Cleveland. This is in Boston. This is in Boston. Oh, next week's the one that you have tickets for. That I sold. Yeah, you bought. The, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is in Boston. The fake garden. You didn't catch on because it's the fake garden. I think this game is going to be another overtime They're game. Three Boston takes it Boston. in overtime. Jalen Brown, MVP of the game. If he plays. I do think he's playing. If he's wearing the mask, if Mobley he's wearing throw, the mask, throw, even, even better. Little screen in there, but pop his face. Tatum's been cold. Tatum's cold streaks usually go four to five games. This is game four. Stinker. Whether or not it carries over, I, I don't know. Um, I'd love to see Tatum come out and just catch fire immediately. But um, regardless, the Celtics have the depth to kind of just throw in whoever they need there. You don't have match up well. You don't um, have um, quickly of Brogdon. We don't have Emmanuel quickly. We have Malcolm Brogdon, who yeah. apparently isn't as good as Emmanuel quickly. Quickly, according to uh, to Rob. Um, but uh, I, I do think I do think the Celtics have obviously the advantage. Um, just with uh, roster composition, but we haven't played well against the Cavs this year, so I think it's going to be tight. Yeah, if Jalen Brown doesn't play, the Cavs are winning, and if Jalen Brown does play, the Cavs are still winning. Um, well, there you have it. So there you have it. I mean, the Cavs own this team. I mean, own them. Let me let me pull up the tape of Jeff Green burying threes on you oh, to end on. your season. Come on, come you on. like that one, Brian? That was a while. That was so long ago, Brian. Was, you like that? That was twenty five years ago now. Brian, you still here? Yeah, Jeff Green had just hit another three. Brian wasn't watching basketball back then. Because he's fake. I was watching basketball then. I was at my homie's house. I remember that game. I remember it vividly. Jeff I was Green! At, shout out Big Dave. I was at your house, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and uh, it was... Devastating for you. No, I was at Adrian's house. I apologize. At Adrian's house, we were all in the basement. We were watching that game. And uh, that was awful. That was Awful. the that was heart wrenching. I was in a house full of Cleveland fans watching. That game. was the Rogier and Smart combined for like legitimately like three of twenty eight. Yep. yep, brutal, heartbreak. But you know we're repeating that pattern. Tatum, I think oh, against I the Knicks, bring, you bring that up every day. Of course, um, <sighs> beat us in a playoff series in the last ten years. Oh wait, um, you know Tatum. What was he one of eight against New York before throwing a temper tantrum and getting ejected from three? 
stunk against you Philly one of eight from like, three. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying three. one of eight, like one and eight record. I was like, no, he's built. He's beat the Knicks before. Um, he's one of eight from three. He stunk it up before the game winner, um, fake game winner. It was I mean, a travel one for ten. Yeah, but he's, he's which cold. is even worse. He's cold. He's cold. <laughs> yeah, and ice cold. You can have you can throw Mobley at him. You can throw Allen at him. You'll have a Coro switching. I'm expecting more clamps from the Cavs. Uh, only only thing is, road Cavs are a bit scary. Uh, road Cavs are a bit scary. Um, but either way, it should be a fun game and looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, for me, you said 112, 108 in yep. overtime. Overtime. I'm going to roll with my guys and go uh, 104, 99. Cleveland Cavaliers. I think Boston. Regulation. Regulation. Boston slump continues. No overtime, but re- going into overtime, it's 88-88. Oh, my God. What a game. <laughs> what a game. Donovan and Tatum are combined for are combined seven for 31. Like, <laughs> just brutal. All righty, folks. So that'll wrap up pod number 29. Thank you again for uh, all the support and listeners. Uh, once again, download Bet Stamp with uh, – referral code FJ pod and we will see you next week.